We are live at the Gazies, the NBL 24 Night of Nights, the awards. Joel Peterson, Damon Lowry. It's all said and done. We've had the fun. We've crowned the award winners. Uh, it's been a fun night. It's been a hell of a night. I came down the red carpet and nobody took my picture. I thought, what's the point of having a red carpet if you can't get a picture taken on it? But it, it ain't about us. It's about the players, it's about the coaches, and just the festivities of the whole occasion. So I, I thought it's been awesome. This is my second one I've been to. It's been fantastic. All right, so we'll get to our award winners soon. Give me a highlight. What's your highlight of the night so far? Wow, it's gonna be hard to go past Parker Jackson Cartwright's shoes. The heel, I walked over to, cause I had to meet him. He was on my hit list. Cause he's the vice president of the little big a man good, society. Good hit list, not a bad oh, hit list. The good hit list. I, I wanted to go over there and properly introduce myself and welcome him to the little big man society. And I get there and he's taller than me. I said, wait a minute, this, this can't work. Then I look down, he's actually got the, you know, he got these funky kind of heels on there and they lit up in the back. So his attire, his footwear was my highlight. All right, I'm going to give you three nominations. I'm going to get you to pick me a winner. Number one, Shay Illy. Just deciding how long his speech was and giving Jack Everett absolutely nothing. Great yeah. shout out to our man who did a great job tonight as well in Jack. Number two, Alex Saar loves a meat pie. I did not have that on my bingo card. Nah. That was not one I saw coming. And number three was you demolishing, destroying, obliterating an entire plate of mini cheesecakes. We had 12 people at our table. There were 12 cheesecakes and they were gone. To be fair, those cheesecakes was only this big. They was only little. And I, I, let the, I let the first tray go around. So then the second tray, I just put it in front of myself. And like I said, um, I love strawberry cheesecake. I don't think it's a very equitable system that you are running, this particular uh, system. That, I, I, I did enjoy that. I'm but to your point, sorry. Yep. Jack Heverin, our man Jack, he struggled. He struggled. He had material, and they didn't want to play with him. They didn't want to talk long. They're, he's asking yes or no questions, and they was answering them in one-word answers. So, um, yeah, Jack had to battle through that one. I thought he did a, I thought he did a terrific job tonight. Uh, let's get into the winners. The big winner of the night was Bryce Cotton. So a four-time MVP, second only to the man whose name is on the thing yep. in Andrew Gaze, a deserving winner, led the league in scoring, led the league in minutes, played the Wildcats back into the season. Uh, not a surprise and very deserving. Led the league in minutes played. I actually congratulated him before the night even started. He happened to be on the table right next to us. I said, Bryce, Bryce. Hey man, I'm Damon, we never met. Just want to say congratulations on MVP. He tried to play all coy. He knew it was his. But yeah, he was, um, when he's at his best, there is no player in the league better than him. And he was at his best longer than everybody else. So totally deserving of um, the little champion. His speech I thought was interesting too. It was illuminating in the sense that he sort of took us into the, the struggles early in the season. Some of the discussions with Jordan Usher, uh, some of the discussions with John Reilly as well, who's who's helped him through the season. So it hasn't been smooth sailing for, for Bryce. It hasn't been smooth sailing for the Perth Wildcats, but the level of operator that he is, he is a champion. He gets the best out of himself and his team. And that's exactly why he's the most valuable player this season. Yeah, and I like the way he owned it. He said, I don't know who took my jersey. Somebody stole my jersey. I wasn't playing good. He didn't try to deflect or make excuses. And who would have thought that Jordan Usher would be the Bryce Cotton Whisperer? Who knew? So, yeah, the whole team rallied around him, and it was only a matter of time, and then he took over from there. Contrasting personalities, though, aren't they, Usher and Cotton? Like, Cotton's so quiet. He even said, 
in his acceptance speech, you know, I'm sorry that I'm quiet, I don't say a lot, but you guys know that I'm riding with you. And then you've got someone like Usher, who is so demonstrative, so emotional, so vocal. You can see why that combination works well. Yeah, sometimes it's the opposites that attract. And then when you add the fact that John really, who is a, a bit of an alpha himself, got that scoring swag from back in the day. He can relate one-on-one -on -one with Bryce. So just another guy that just goes, don't worry about it. We all know who you are. Be like you and me. I had one Snickers tart. You had 12 cheesecakes. Opposite right. the track. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> um, Coach of the Year was a little bit of a surprise. You and I had been speaking on NBL Now saying we sort of thought that Justin Tatum basically had it locked up. The Hawks end up finishing fourth the way that the weekend results pan out. And Dean Vickerman is, is named Coach of the Year tonight. Deserving winner, 20-8 United, top of the pops. This is a team that missed the postseason last year. This is a, an impressive turnaround, even with the talent that they had. Um, was that a surprise to you? It's only, only a slight surprise, only because I feel like everybody loves that, that fairy tale. And Justin Tatum represented the fairy tale. But in reality, you can't argue with Dean Vickerman's record. 20 wins. Never lost two in a row. And what happens is, kind of like uh, with the Tom Brady scenario, I mentioned it earlier on one of our earlier podcasts, when you win so much, it gets boring. You almost put people to sleep because you're so good so consistently. So very deserving. I didn't think that uh, – I thought it was a two-horse race between Justin Tatum and Dean Vickerman. So Dean is well and truly um, deserved that award. And Justin's going to have to just wait till next year. And there's going to be a next year. That contract will get there announced be a at, next at year. some point. It, it will happen. And, of course, they're going to roll into the playoffs, as will Dean Vickens, Melbourne United. Uh, John really was the other finalist for that award among, a, you know, a lot of candidates. Justin Shuler had a great season. Modi Mayor had Roth. the Lakers around. Yep. Scott Roth. Uh, there really wasn't any poor coaching done in the league this season. Um, NBL first team was an interesting discussion that we were having, especially over the back end of the season with the injury to Anthony Lamb, who would end up in the team. So... The first team, the All-NBL first team, ends up being Parker Jackson Cartwright of the New Zealand Breakers, Anthony Lamb of the New Zealand Breakers, so two of New Zealand's finest in there. Gary Clark from the Yellowwarra Hawks, who had a great season. Chris Golding and Bryce Cotton, of course, the MVP. Uh, what did you make of the, the NBL first team? I have four out of the five. Milton Doyle, did you say Milton Doyle? Uh, not in the first team. Sorry, sorry. The first team, I, I, I nailed that one. I figured that PJC just turned it on way too much. He been good all year. Anthony Lamb, he only missed a handful of games. He came in late due to the injury to, I believe it was Justin, Justinian Jessup. Yep. So once he came in, he was just that dominant that you, I had him in there. And then Gary Clark, he turned it on. So I was very cool with that whole first, that first team. No issues there at all. If anybody might have been a little bit stiff, it could have been Jordan Crawford. But hey, that's why they got two teams. So second team is Jack McVeigh and Milton Doyle. So a couple of Jack jumpers in our second team. Joe Luala Chul was in there from Melbourne United. Nathan Sobey was in there, prolific scorer from the Brisbane Bullets. And Mitch Creek rounds out that second team as well. Now, that was a surprise. Early in the season, I had Mitch Creek as a first teamer. And then I reflected. I thought, you know what? Your team... This is only last week. I, I, I reflect quick. I'm a quick reflector. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what? I got to reward these teams for winning. I got to, like the Navy SEALs say, it pays to be a winner. Unfortunately for Mitch's team did the opposite of winning. So that was a surprise. Nathan Selby, tick. But I thought that Milton Doyle, as good as he is, I thought Jordan Crawford had a more impactful season. 
And that's not to disrespect Milton Dorks. We all know what he's like. I just thought Jordan Crawford might have missed out on that one, but I'm sure between the two of them, they happy a jack jumper got it. Could have been a great season for the Little Big Band Society as well to have PJC, Jordan Crawford both in that mix. Uh, would have been a, a banner year for the Little <laughs> Big Men. Uh, the Next Generation Award went the way of Sam Froling, so a, a bumper crowd. Alex Saar was in there as well. Uh, but Sam Froling ends up winning that award. Prolific season for the Illawarra Hawks, 14 and a half points. Um, you know, huge numbers, plenty of double-doubles along with Gary Clark. They led the league in terms of a combination, those two. Gary Clark ends up first team, and Sam Froling's the best young player in the competition. And I like what Sam said. He got up there and said, sorry, all you young guys in your first year. There's no rookie of the year no more, so you got to lose out to kind of veterans like us, even though we're still young. But Sam was rock solid. Like, and I think the turnaround, obviously, when they made the coaching change, Sam's numbers didn't really change from coach to coach, but it was just the impact of it in the way the team was winning. So thirty deserved for Sam. His future's bright. I still think he's a 20, a 24 and 14 kind of a guy, maybe next year. Uh, Sean McDonald wins most improved this season, of course. Uh, he was in the, the six-man discussion as well. So too was, uh, was Will Magne was in that discussion. Um, that ends up going the way of Ian Clark from Melbourne United. And then, of course, the Defensive Player of the Year goes to Shea Illy of Melbourne United. So that was, a, uh, I guess, not too much of a surprise. But with quality candidates, the likes of Will Magnay, Shea Illy was the standout. It just goes to show you how deep this league is, how much talent across the board. Because when I was looking at the sixth man of the year, sorry, most improved, I had Jalen Galloway. Been in the NBA Summer League. He's on the radar. But it goes with Shawnee Mack, and Shawnee Mack has been sensational. There's, there's, there's no wrong answers. That's the one thing about all these awards. There's no wrong answers. So Sean was very deserving. The Melbourne United has pretty much swept everything. And Ian Clark, best player off the bench for the best team in the league, coached by the best coach in the league. I had no problem with that one as well. So... Yeah, it's just been a deep talent pool that we have here in the NBL. And a great night here tonight. Great to have Damian Martin here. Great to have Corey Homicide-Williams here sitting at our table. It was terrific to see him and a really emotional speech that he gave just before we handed out the MVP. Emotions running high in the room tonight. It was, uh, it was very good fun to be here. Absolutely. Table six. Table six got the MVP. Corey Homicide-Williams, great to see him. He's full of life. Up in the, He's effervescent. Um, the crowd made him choke up a little bit. He felt the love, so it was awesome to see him. We got a great photo, um, a lot of the guys at the table. Nelly Meadows holding her bladder in because yep. she had to sit there and not miss one word of Corey's speech. Time-lapsing the video. So, yeah, so shout out to Niz and her bladder. Um, so, yeah, now just a great night overall. Didn't think you'd be saying that at any <laughs> point tonight. And a shout-out to you and your cheesecake-chomping ways, Mr. Lowry. Bring it on to more cake for next year. Hey, always good fun. Good to be with you tonight. Looking very dapper as usual. And I look forward to talking hoops with you again sometime soon. Can't wait.